Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Everybody, welcome to week seven of Trust the Bachelor Process Colton edition. Um, Sarah is not with us today. Uh, she is on the East Coast. It was her wedding shower this past weekend, uh, and she decided to stick around for a work event. That's why you were gone. You just got back because of the wedding shower. I just got back for oh, for the wedding shower. That's nice. Yeah, it and was, it's her birthday. And it was oh, and it's her birthday today. So everyone, please wish her a happy birthday on Instagram, Twitter, whoever you reach out to her. And I'm new Sarah. You'll never hear from her again. And yes, and this lovely buttery voice that you're hearing on the other mic is our guest co-host for the day. You know him. You love him. He's a hysterical comedy writer, and he has his own podcast, uh, The Rights to Ricky Sanchez. Please welcome back Mike Levin. Woo! Hi, Alex. Hi, Mike. So good to see you. So good to be back for another season. As I said, Michael, Le- Mike Levin, I realized, should I have addressed you as Michael? No. How do you go professionally? Or how, What's podcast, Mike? <laughs> I think it's Mike, but it's I don't care. Mike. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. this is good. Yeah, fabulous. I'm honestly glad that Sarah's not here. I honestly am too. Get the dead weight out. That's why that's why I had you here. Yeah, thank you. I was just so we we got to really bolster this. Now that she's gone, uh I just feel like it's time to take this podcast into the stratosphere. Serious stuff. We just needed her to go away for a hot second. Yeah. Um how are you feeling about this season of Colton? Oh man. <laughs> Colton. I go back and forth on him. Okay. Honestly, there's right. sometimes where I'm like, okay, he's handling this nicely and he's attractive and he showers <laughs> a lot and he's clean uh and other times where he's just such a dull doofus that doesn't ask anybody anything and doesn't have any real opinions or thoughts or really even know what he's supposed to be there for mm-hmm. um i enjoy the show mm-hmm. i think i would enjoy the show no matter what who the bachelor or bachelorette would be but um i do i do wish he was b- better mm-hmm. at it I like who's your gold standard? Like who is who's best? Well, I my first ba- my first bachelor season was Ben, mm-hmm. who I got it, a little taste of tonight. Who I got a little taste of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this guy's so vanilla, so nothing. Mm-hmm. But then after like Nick and then Ari and now Colton, I'm like, Ben is still the best of those. Yeah, and is the like most upfront with the women and is nice to them and it, like handles like the fact that they're different mm-hmm. in in a I think a good way and so I think I don't I didn't know what I had until it's gone but I, yeah. I want my male Caitlin like I want it I want a male Caitlin that like takes it and is like fun and like mean in fun ways yeah I want that and I think the show needs that I think it needs it too I think it took a swing with Nick and they were hoping that Nick would be that but he fell a little bit short. Yeah. We need, you're right. We need somebody with an actual personality. Yeah. Ben is really good at managing emotional situations. Yeah. Even today, I didn't even know what he was saying to Colton no. when they were sitting at that bar and he was looking at a menu and they still only got water. <laughs> um, but I was just like, <laughs> I felt seen for Colton on his behalf. Yeah. I was just like, wow, he's really listening. There's an authenticity there in mm-hmm. his eyes. And he's a sweet guy. Yeah. Um, and I believe I believe him when he yeah. talks and there's with Colton. I don't know that I I don't think I believed him coming in. I think the whole Tia thing was always a ruse. So weird. And I think I, he's always started a bit of a disadvantage yeah. with me, even though I did. I liked him in Becca's season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was just like a big hunk, mm-hmm. big hunky, <laughs> big man. And uh, and I don't know. But I mean, he said things I've, I've over the course of the season anticipating being on this podcast which is the only thing i have in my life uh (laughs) there's like he says things where his mouth gets ahead of his uh brain oh and he'll say like there's a line he said a couple weeks ago where he said and you know that's a thing i hold a lot of weight into (laughs) (laughs) should we break that down what does that mean a lot of weight 
into. What could that possibly mean? <laughs> it's a thing and I have, I'm holding a lot of weight and I lean into it. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing physically. And then he said, Singapore, it's got the lights, the buildings. It's just a really cool place. Those <laughs> you are got the, lights, you got buildings, what more do you want? Yeah, he's really got it pegged. Um, <laughs> and I think, so I think he is a, an idiot, but you know, yeah. he's a handsome man and this is what the show is. So I, yeah. I just wish he was a little bit more discerning. Although the, the moment that I liked him, I think the most was when Onyeka and Mia, no. What's oh, Nicole. Nicole. Nicole, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Onyeka and Nicole were arguing and he was like, okay, let's talk. Like, here it is. And he sat for like three seconds. He's like, I can't do this. <laughs> I, I can't. I have to I leave. can't even pretend Oh right my now. God, this is terrible. <laughs> um, so there's been ups and downs, but I think ultimately we're, we're, you know, we're getting towards the end here and I, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I, I sort of, I'm, I'm rooting that he ends up with no one. Sure, I wanted same. to, I wanted to end in some fiery disaster. Uh, but I'm along for the ride as always. Yeah, it's going to end in a fence jump. Like, I don't know that they're going to get, I don't know that we're going to get it in real, it, as soon as we think or I, we want it. I thought it was last night. I thought it was happening and I just didn't. And I'm just like, they're going to keep stringing me along for this fence jump. I need to see him vault over this fence. And there was one early in the season that was like, he, where he was like, they couldn't find him for a little bit. Right. Or that was that, was that a, or oh, just have we been talking about it for some I think we, I don't know. <laughs> The fence. What if it never happens? It's like a it's like a movie preview where like things have like oh that wasn't in the movie actually. I'll be that furious. That would be the most disappointing thing to ever happen oh in te- like television. I need to see him do it. I hope it ends like The Sopranos. Like he jumps over the fence and, <laughs> and it's it just like a lock. <laughs> we lost all footage. <laughs> right. And then it's up to us to decide if Cole yeah. found somebody. After or the not. final rose is like, do you guys know where he is? <laughs> we haven't seen him since. <laughs> I feel like there was so much of that actual storytelling today where you would see people disappear into a room and then you wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah. And then like the reveal of what would happen uh-huh. would just happen later in the episode. Like when Kalen went to go talk to him and right. you didn't see what the conversation was yes. and you see Kalen walk out and then all of a sudden Kerp was going home. Uh-huh. What was that conversation? Right. And they didn't even show the like Hannah G like, single like group date conversation and it's like we're by the end here we should know what they're talking about and they're just like no she's getting she's gonna get in it's fine yeah they just like showed her giggling i guess because they felt like they must have thought watching kerpa and cassie awkwardly stare at each other was more compelling which it was it was good i think this episode was to me was marked by the by cassie's heel turn like officially she Mm -hmm. became Alyssa called her a mean girl like she became a mean girl i think the whole episode it was like she's kind of just like the whole season it was like she's whether she's like there's nothing there or she's just like christian and southern california and she's been on the reality show that the christian dating show that your sister alerted me to yes um i was like what really is there and she's kind of just sails through life with like a nice butt and like a cute face and a, a middle part that works for her yeah um one of the few who can pull it off one of the few and then now it's like the a little adversity and she's a mean girl and you can see it come out and it's like okay that's what we're dealing with here i am so excited and i think now that time has passed what it's revealing is hannah b is right yes right yeah absolutely it has to be it's just there's where there's smoke there's fire and uh, kaylin seems to be at the center of it all but before we get really into it we get back and Colton is like doing his weird video camera thing again. Yep. <laughs> How many takes do you think he has to do? Cause he's, he's by himself. He, yeah. He's clearly, it's clearly because he's not good in front of cameras when everybody else is around. He like stumbles on it and whatever. Oh, and you think that's why? Just, I think it has okay. to be. I think there's part of it. That they could convince themselves that it's like, it's vlogging. Like we're new. Like sure. the bachelor is, is in 2019, whatever. But I do think it's because he's, he's not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on the spot and so yeah. if it's like hey can you guys just hey buddy like just set up what you're gonna do today and like take all the time you need and we'll see it and, i mean i want to see those outtakes there's got to be times where he's like all right so today we're gonna go windsurfing <laughs> like he's not he's just he's got to be like really scrutinizing his appearance and they're cutting it up they're cutting in between it so he's like they're probably he's probably just like here we're just gonna take all of them <laughs> we'll find we'll find someone there it's probably fine it is crazy because it's like it, it is multi-purposeful it's like okay I, I just imagined him getting like a one sheet at the top of the day and it's like okay colton you're gonna talk about your feelings today mm-hmm. and then you're gonna somehow introduce that we're going to denver and then you're gonna say that you feel good about it and then like that launches off and then it's like of course we're gonna splice <laughs> in a shower scene and yeah. then we'll be off to the race okay just give me four hours of, of, <laughs> con- of confessionals to myself <laughs> 
and I'll be right there. Oh, man. I really want to see that. I hope like uh, that has to be a reveal in the bloopers this season of just like oh, I would love that. Yeah, I would. I might actually ABC. I might pay money just like FYI. If you have like a website feature, like check out Colton's outtakes from these video vlogs. I I would pay like twelve ninety nine to see them. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah. It's a good I think, price. Don't, but that's what I would be willing. I think that's what it's worth. Yeah. I Well, there's got to be somewhere he's like, you fucking suck. Like he's looking at himself being like, you asshole, you awful. You shouldn't have been the bachelor. It should have been Jason. Like he's got it. There's got to be outtakes where it's saying that. No I wanna see him. doubt. I wanna no see him. doubt. We know how hard he is. How hard he is on himself. He is. And seeing the dad tonight, it was like, Oof. it was sort of upsetting. <sighs> yeah. You, you and Alyssa had some hot takes on, on his dad last season. So I'm excited to talk mm-hmm. about that too. Uh, but first he has his date with Tasha. They make all of the girls go to the park so they can watch him. Ask <laughs> yeah. out Tasha. Yeah. Also Hannah B. Did you see what she was wearing at the park? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I saw what Kaylin was showing a lot of shoulder. I remember that. Okay. I noticed the shoulder. Oh, I didn't notice. It was, the a, shoulder. It was like a slip off. Like one side was on, one strap was off. Oh. I don't know any of the clothing terms. She's like a very, she's into that slouchy mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. Hannah B. And Alyssa made this observation when she was here. Um, she dresses a lot like Britney Spears in 2003. Yes. She was wearing a sheer black shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the daytime. In I the do daytime. remember it now, yeah. And a black sparkle bra. Mm-hmm. And a denim jacket. And I so wish that that's what she had accidentally worn to the parents. Meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was it was a really like it, that is absolutely like a Vegas shirt. And to do yes. that in Denver in the daytime is a real like misguided read of the situation. <laughs> and I think that's just her personality. I think I didn't like her earlier on the season, Hannah Beast, because I thought it was like a little like she seemed to be kind of skittish around Kaylin and mm-hmm. Kaylin seemed to be so much more normal and healthy. Yeah. But like you said earlier, I think she's right in the sense that like Kaylin is like a, is fake. Yes. And, uh, she, and, and Hannah is just, you know, is she a little unhinged? Sure. Yeah. But she says like later on, in the, I'm skipping around, but she says like, uh, I don't date to date. I date for marriage. And like, mm-hmm. I believe her, like, I, I believe too. that this is what she's going through. And she is like her true self. And when, when he asked her early in the season, like open up to me and she's like, I don't have anything. Like she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't. She's just like kind of a skittish, like girl who works out and like is in beauty pageants and like wants to find like true love. Yeah. Yeah. I think I totally agree. I think she's incapable of acting inauthentic. Yeah. And like the minute that she sort of is pushed out of her regular comfort zone is sort of when you see her, look like a hot mess mm-hmm. um but she when she's like around her girlfriends and she's comfortable she just yeah. seems like a really fun time yeah i just think she's a sweet girl yeah don't ask her too many things no but, don't but you know having her around isn't isn't painful i did love oh man the stuff this is a true like beautiful mystery novel for me at like watching colton realize that all of the girls are saying the same thing to him as as they leave saying like <laughs> <laughs> yo like those girls there's a couple girls here that suck and they're not here for the reason and they both want to be bachelorette and when hannah beast yeah drops the hey they're right i'm with them like yeah her, her siding with like team right reasons is so i mean what a marvelous like collection of people is her it was demi it was sydney and it was Katie. uh and Katie, of all the people that have like said, be like, yo, man, like you don't know what the fuck's going on here. Yeah. These people are awful. Yeah. And for them to say so clearly they want to be Bachelorette. They're talking openly about it. Was that the first time in this show that that's happened? That yes. they've like s- spoken about like that's really a thing that goes on? 100%. I think the only other time like the world outside of the bubble that is one season of the bachelor or the bachelorette where other seasons or a future has been acknowledged or past has been acknowledged Mm -hmm. was when Nick was on Caitlin's season. Like Nick came back from Caitlin's season and inevitably they ended up having to talk about him being a villain on Andy's season Mm -hmm. because that was a major storyline. But I was shocked when they, when Tasha dropped the bachelorette bomb during their date. I loved it. It was so cool. Yeah. It's like, this is what it's, it's, it's tough. The Bachelor as a sh- as a franchise has to walk a line between like 
I want to, there's part of me that wants to believe like this is it for love and people are, and some people are there for love and we are watching people like find each other through this really, really weird process. But I also want them to be like a little self-aware that this is all bullshit. And I want, I want to see them be like, yes, we know that some people are here for the bachelor. So like if they, if they start to hint a little too, if they stray too far to one side or the other, I'm like, oh, this show is either like too up its own ass or it's like, oh, you're removing the mystique and it's like too cynical. Mm-hmm. But like, but like last night was the perfect amount of like people are talking about yeah. that they want to be the Bachelorette. They don't fucking care about you because you're a big dumb lump of clay. <laughs> and he's like, oh my god, <laughs> that's my biggest fear. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I agree. They they found the exact right balance. Mm-hmm. I don't want more. I don't want less. Mm-hmm. How it was subtly dropped. And again, if the women are speaking openly about their like, eat. A, either becoming the bachelorettes or like B, hooking up at, with Dean at like one of those clothing <laughs> parties that like Snoop Dogg sure. performs at. Dean. <laughs> um, it's got to be pretty disheartening for the girls. I think it's like one of those things where it's like everybody's thinking it, but the minute right. you say it, you're the asshole. Right. And why is that not on camera? Why don't we get to see that? My thinking is at this point that one of them, that what they're thinking is ABC either wants one of them to be the bachelorette and the other one ends up with Colton as a way of protecting those two girls because on Rachel's season, not Rachel, Nick's season, apparently there was a huge blowout between Vanessa and Rachel and it was like an epic fight in Bimini that happened, Mm. but they never showed it. And the reason that they showed it was because they wanted Vanessa to be, oh, they knew that Vanessa was going to win. Obviously, we had, they had the foresight to know that. Mm-hmm. And they wanted Rachel to be the bachelorette. So they just skipped the storyline. Well, why isn't that good, though? Why wouldn't you want to see, if there was a big fight between Becca and Lauren B, like, I would want to see that. Yeah, that would have been dope. If there was a fight between, like, JoJo and Lauren B, other Lauren B, I would want to see that. Like, th- yeah. that stuff, uh, I mean, that's good drama. Why? What is the reason that they, I guess that's them saying we want the audience to not like be so divisive on this person. Probably. I think like at the end of the day, they still sort of need to sell this story of like love is perfection. Sure. That's because that's their core audience. Maybe it's not the people that like tweet about the show that, that that's their audience, but the people that watch it and don't and like are part of bachelor nation that are not like so vocally, you know, reading, you know, ringer articles about the bachelor and learning (laughs) and and that kind of thing. It's like, Oh, I just want, I'm here for the sweep me off my feet stuff. And I think even if that is the majority of the audience, like they kind of need to keep that as like the center tenant of the show. Because again, if we swing too hard one left one side, like the show becomes something else. Like it might not, it might not be as like delicious to dissect if it ends up becoming self-aware to the point where they're like, they're not going to find love. No, yeah. everyone knows that, that, that no one's going to find love. I think that's right. We're just going to watch a bunch of people like fuck each other eventually. I, I do think that Cassie, if, if Cassie or Kaylin is the, is the next bachelorette, I, I don't think, I think either of them, I think one of them is leaving next week of the final four. I think it's gotta be one of them to have the two, like it's almost like a game of mafia. Have you ever played the game of mafia? Yeah. I, it's almost like that where like everyone as they as they die off it's like I'm, i imagine i was talking to this about it. i was like it's almost like our friend shane like when he when he loses mafia he's like i told okay it's fuck it's like mike and pat are in the fucking mafia and you guys aren't listening to me and like that's fine whatever fine i told you like everyone as they get voted off the bachelor and colton's like walking them out politely they're like it's it's fucking it's them this, yes i'm saying their names and you keep keeping them because they're both hot and the two hottest Right. I would, I would say the the all four of them are of comparable hotness. I would actually, in terms of, from my perspective, Kaylin is the least hot of the four remaining. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Who is? So it's Kaylin, Tasha, Cassie, uh, Hannah G. Oh, Hannah G's your number one. Uh, that wouldn't be the order. I would, I, I'd oh. probably say Tasha is the number one, and I would say like, probably Tasha, Cassie, Hannah, Kaylin okay. are, are are my would be the order that I would go with. Listen, yeah. There's just a hotness. There's a quick hotness you. rank of the show. You guys do hot ranks a lot? Of course. Okay. We constantly are ranking hotness. That's perfect. <laughs> we can't, you can't help it. That's like what this is for. That's half of it. That's and half I- of it. And that's why Lauren, that's why Ari didn't vote Lauren B off and then ultimately changed him. That's why, uh, what's another, who was around? I mean, like even uh, Kayla 
on oh, Ben's season. season. It was just like, there's nothing there, but like he really wants to have sex with her. Like the, all of those things. It's like, well, honestly, I'm going to pick this person. And usually it's like the fourth or fifth somewhere that that person that gets voted off. I don't think it happened this season, but the fourth or fifth person where they're like, hey, I care about you and you're probably the number two here of like if I want to marry someone, but I don't want to have sex with you. I care about you too much to have sex with you and then pick the other person. Yeah. So like I'm going to leave these like vapid people that I just want to fuck and, and be done with it. So wow. I'm, I'm going to vote you off at like five or six. So who is your example of that? Like I feel like you have an example in your head. Mm. It, um, what's her name? Uh, the Russian one, Christina? No, Christina Nick. Christ- Christina. Okay. okay, I think that was an example of that. Where, like, I would, I think he j- had genuine affection for her, mm-hmm. and decided like I can't. This she's been through too much. I'm not. I'm just gonna like leave some of these other girls that are just fine. Yeah. And I think Rachel, like Ra- Rachel, was someone who was like, I'm gonna leave Dean on. I'm not ever gonna pick Dean, mm-hmm. but like he's a cool hang and he's fun to be around and he's just like a little guy. So like I'll I'll leave him on even though I don't I definitely I'm not he's he's not gonna have a broken heart out of this right. whatever and also I'm being told because his d- crazy dad like I have to pick him, <laughs> but the sorry we strayed so far away um, no, but the, the it's so good it's so delicious to talk about the whole one. franchise is delicious right. but the the yeah. Colton's reaction to being told that there's like two mafia people mm-hmm. uh, in my midst um and him just being so dumbfounded about it <laughs> oh, and I being know. so close he's like like I was. I I was wondering if he's like, if all of them as they left told him like, hey, just so you know, like when we hug, I can't feel your penis through the jeans. Like just, <laughs> I just can't do it. I'm sorry. He, he, him being like, what? I don't understand. Like, how can I do that? They all said this. And I just, I just think like, man, he's, he's such a confused little guy. And I, I really wanted him to take a little more charge and not be like, I'm really hurt by this. I want him to say, can I talk to Kaylin and Cassie for a second? Hey guys, they said that you were mm-hmm. talking about being the bachelorette and that's fine. I get it. But can you, now that we're here, can you guys both say to me that if they offered you bachelorette, you would say no. Can I get you on the record to say that? I would love for him to just that be like be- power move, like put them in the front and center and for them to like have to make a claim. That would have been great television for me. And I, I wish he had a little bit more. If if he was Caitlyn, if he was if he was male Caitlyn, then I think we would have gotten that. I think we would have too. But instead, what ends up happening is he confronts them and they shed one tear, <laughs> and he completely changes direction. So he'll like go in, he'll listen to everything that Tasha has to say, he'll validate what she said, he'll give her a rose, he'll go to Caitlyn the next day, talk to her about it. She says, no, that's not what happened. And he just like immediately is like, well, of course, that's not what happened. (laughs) He's like, he's so directionless. It's like whatever's in front of him, he believes like it is absolutely crazy, right? It's crazy that Tasha and Kaylin are both in the final four because one of them would have to be lying. Yeah. And you're saying that you trust both of these women the same about. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. It's it's like when obviously we've. I watched a lot of true crime stuff and it's like that person like you know the staircase have you seen the staircase yes Michael Peterson is either a nice sweet weird wine dad Mm -hmm. uh, with terrible luck that just cares about people or he's a sociopath who is the scariest person of all time that no one should ever be around and you can't have both versions of that Michael Peterson in your final four for hometowns (laughs) That was the best tweet of all. That's a tweetable moment, as yeah, Oprah would say. Um, I thought this date with Tisha was uh, so dumb. Strange. <laughs> well, I just thought it was weird that it was framed in, in in the casing of this is just what I do in, on a typical Saturday. Yeah, and it was like him wine tasting and uh, well, they got they got oysters. I I, oh. <laughs> I have stomach yes. issues, so I me and Alyssa both do, and so we we noted how much they what what they ate and drank. So it was yes. oysters, ice cream wine and tuna Salmon. oh tuna filet yeah. okay yes and it's like okay like i would need to sp- okay we're gonna eat all this and then both of us are gonna spend 45 minutes in the same stall and see how, <laughs> see how the date really goes from there that's a real way to test if you're actually into yeah. somebody but yeah instead i totally took note of like how disgusting the food combinations were mm-hmm. and then when she put on his jersey and he like i like that moment did you i did yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I maybe it's it, that's very male of me, but like some some girl wearing just my jersey with your name on it, with my name on it, with like 
(laughs) with like no pants on and just seeing like legs it's like i'm into that for sure okay that's cool i just like imagine (laughs) then like farting on the bed (laughs) like i couldn't even like get like completely wrapped up in like what that means (laughs) sexually i was just like this is gross and also when he like gets a lady in his bed because at this point we've seen like three women in his bed Mm mm-hmm Something like that. Yeah. I feel like he immediately starts dry humping them, and then yeah. and I don't think he he doesn't really do that with Tasha. They you roll around. It was rolling around. It was touching like lower back, upper butt. Yeah, I, he's a big upper butt grab guy. Right. right. Um, he did say this is where the magic doesn't happen or something. I was like, come on, buddy. Like, at this <laughs> point, you don't have to make the jokes anymore. Like get a get a, you know you could if you want to have sex with her right now you could. Yeah. Guess what? Like, do you think she would have? Yeah. I do. I think she's in it to win it. I yeah. think she cares about him. I think mm-hmm. they I think they have we talked about her dad. Yeah. The ultimate aphrodisiac prior uh-huh. to. <laughs> anytime I think like anytime we've talked about this on a previous podcast mm-hmm. where it's like you just you just want to be the person that is that he's happy to see. Mm-hmm. That it's like bright and sunny and doesn't challenge him too much and is like a little bit mysterious, but not too mysterious. Like Hannah G is skating by, not saying Anything, anything about anyone and Tasha waded into those waters about like I well he asked me so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a call and then even bring up her dad he'd be like how's your dad she should be like my dad's fucking great you're gonna love him he's a great hang he'll play catch with you in the back who cares you don't have to be honest with him no. when he when he sees your dad he'll make his own judgment you just want to be able to get to every to the next step each time but to say like he's a little it's not it's a little difficult it's like no don't do that I agreed. I, I was a little like um, weirded out by her gameplay yeah. because obviously the 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 mafia move like put him in his head a little bit a little bit and then her and then mentioning her dad like put him mm-hmm. in his head a little bit. But I mean, I guess I mean, Colton doesn't seem to have any <laughs> gauge of judging. No. Anything and the whole like, th- and whole thing. He gross. was like, t- just trust in my gut. I'm like, <laughs> buddy, your gut has gotten you nowhere. Good. <laughs> nowhere good you started a football career it didn't go well uh you went on this show and cried a lot and and came out as being a virgin which you didn't want to do and then you went on paradise and decided to be in like in or out of love with this girl that was just toying with everyone's emotions back to back again and now you're the bachelor and it's like yeah i I guess if that's if that's what we're the barometer we're 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 judging on love like hey my gut got me to be the bachelor so i may as well ride it fine but like he's never made a good decision no he's not in tune enough with himself at all like the guy is just so desperately in need of therapy like whatever his gut is is i'm pretty sure is his penis or his like ego or Mm -hmm. it's all like wrapped up in other but it's definitely not coming from like an inner compass of what's right and what's wrong there's no compass no it's not at all as evidenced by (laughs) this next date that he has with Kaylin um I have to say before we talk about Kaylin I think that Tasha really set herself up to be a very interesting and or credible source based on the Elise conversation that happened last week or the the conversation that was sparked based on something that Elise said before she left um, about Nicole wanting to only be there so she can get out of Miami. And Tasha was the one who was just like, I was actually present for that conversation on Yanka. That's not what went down. Uh-huh. This is actually what she said. Mm-hmm. And you, if you had just come to me and, and or if you had just come to her, you would have had clarification. But instead you went to Colton and now Colton you've t- you've made this whole mess yeah like she was sort of like the truth seeker in that instance mm-hmm. in an instance that had nothing to do with her and now she's sort of doing the same thing on yanka did yeah but she's like already set herself up as a credible source yes she she has like goodwill as a as an even-handed judgment yeah of of character and of, of like events the question is now that she's taken aside and Colton has kept the two people she said everyone was talking about will that reflect on her and that is that that shows Colton's like inner strife about being I'm gonna pick nice Michael Peterson and <laughs> sociopath Michael Peterson to be to go to hometown. <laughs> I think he definitely believes her if he were to look inward I just don't he, you I don't think, think he just wants to have sex with the other two no, I think he believes her. I don't think he's, I don't, 
like again in terms of not being in tune with his gut i mm-hmm. don't think he's listening to he's not listening to it because he really has an emotional reaction to it he mm-hmm. basically cried throughout his entire date with kaylin mm-hmm. he didn't seem like he was having a good time i thought that was gonna end badly but he i think finds her attractive and finds her to be open and vulnerable but she's so manipulative i think it's very clear that that kaylin that right. kaylin is just like a just pulling strings as like a puppeteer type it's so interesting. She like listens to what he has to say. Yeah. Like nods. Mm-hmm. Will cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. Say I'm not sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. She says a bunch of mean stuff in she, her eyes. She she brought up that Tasha was 28, which I <laughs> thought was really good. <laughs> I know. I was just like, oh, the age shame is back, even in, in a post demi world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some 28 year old girl yeah. is feeling insecure. <laughs> Um, she's 20, like, oh. 28. It's so old. <laughs> what an ancient age. She's like, I am going to beat this mummy up when I get back to the house. Um, <laughs> but she, she's the one. So I, Kaylin's date was, it was going south. You could see the way he was like touching her, being around her on the snowboard. He was like, kind of like, fuck, uh, yeah, just fucking ride the snowboard. Yeah, you're doing great. You're natural. Whatever. He was like phoning it in. And then it started going a little better. And I thought Kaylin was pulling a Demi and by going and going a little too far by telling her she was falling in love with him because she could feel it going south. She feel and shoot. That was like, this is my last card to pull. And either he's going to be into it and I'm going to stay. Um, and, or what happened with Demi, he I'm going to be it's too much too fast. He can't get there. He's not there yet. He doesn't want to hurt your feelings, whatever. And and she goes home and I, I, I I'm surprised. I was a little surprised at the moment, but I guess he's just more attracted to Kayla. Mm-hmm. It was his Hail Mary pass. That was her Hail Mary. Exactly. Pass. Um, yeah, he just doesn't, he doesn't want to believe it, even though he knows it's true. Deep yeah, down. that's it. All right. His date with Hannah B. Um, he introduces her to the parents. This is what we thought was going to be. Yeah. Hannah B's nice head fake. Date. Nice editing. Next on head fake. That was crazy. And also, I thought insanely rude that he was not going to warn her that he was mean, that she was meeting the parents. But maybe kind of smart because she would freak out so much, like with preparation. Like, I'm going to, oh my God, parents, like, what do I have to say? But I thought she handled herself pretty well. She did. I think she was just like, yeah, I really, I really like him a lot. Like, I care about him. His mom's saying, be honest with him. And she was, and then he let her go. So maybe the mom doesn't really have a good handle on. She Cole. led poor Hannah B to her slaughter. Oh boy! <laughs> she was just like, just you know, uh, slit your wrists open, <laughs> bleed for this guy, and you know, if he um, loves you, <laughs> he'll make sure that you don't bleed out. Uh, and then she just bled she out. got the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she bled out. Um, what did you think about that conversation with his dad? Oh man, I mean. Any dad that's that muscly, I immediately have <laughs> concerns over. And he clearly has a fractured, weird relationship with his dad for getting pushed into football. And he talked about how in the past that this is, he is the way he is and was so nervous and anxious about being a virgin because of the locker room stuff and that he, you know, lied about it and was ashamed of it. And now he's owned up to it. And man, the dad just does not seem to be a, Good dad. No. He doesn't seem... I, I see why the parents got divorced. That is my... That was my thought. <laughs> that was my exact thought. The way that he was talking... Clearly, this man has seen every single episode of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and he, like, studied it like a game. And he's yeah. like, I knew hometown week was going to be the week that was going to be hard for you, Colin. Yeah, and he was like, proud of himself for I know. knowing that. <laughs> he was, oh, God, he wore that like a badge of honor. <laughs> uh, and he's like, but if you keep your head in the game, and he's like, trust your mind, trust your heart, trust your gut. Yeah. Like, it was just like... It was like he was psyching him up in a huddle before yeah. he, was out, he was about to go out there. And everything just felt like a strategy to him and when you're in somebody who treats your relationship like a a strategy i would imagine that's not very sustainable yeah and i and i think i think about how much better off colton would be as a person if ben h was his dad (laughs) and i think that's i think ben h also felt that and knows that he needs to be Mm -hmm. there for this guy i mean colton is even first of all he's a virgin Mm -hmm. which we know but also he's 26, right? And that's yeah. pretty young for bachelor standards. Definitely the youngest it's been in a while, right? Since Ben. But Ben was wise. Ben was, wasn't Ben like 28? 
29? Maybe he was. He wasn't 29. He was 26 or 27 when he was on Caitlyn's season. So okay. maybe he was 28 when okay. he was Bachelor. Okay. I don't remember. But he Ben was the fir- was the youngest. In a while. At, at leading. I think he was the youngest to date. And I think Colin hasn't beat now. But but Ben was so much more mature then and like yes. composed and and even though Ben obviously has his drawbacks, was def- is just definitely more of a person that knows himself and, and can sp- speak to people better. Yeah. I think Colton's just never had to like carry a conversation. He, yeah. He's been around women who are totally comfortable just being, just like talking and him to be like, you're pretty. And he's just, <laughs> he's like big, big buff guy. And I think that's why so many women have left yeah. is because they're like, I'm probably not going to win, but like, I don't want to be around this guy anymore. And like fighting these other like shitty women who are only in it to be bachelorette to be around this guy who like, doesn't ask me about anything about myself. Right. Like ask me nothing about myself. He has had not, he hasn't carried a conversation. He hasn't like tried to gauge anyone's inner life. He doesn't have that skill set at all. He's used to other people doing it for him. And to, to your point about Ben being his dad <laughs> and how much better off he'd be in an alternative timeline, um, I think Colton is sensitive. And yeah. I think he probably would have benefited from having like some like a masculine person, masculine figure in his life who made it safe for him to be sensitive exactly. around. Like I think he is capable of having those skills, but yeah. he absolutely does not have them whatsoever now. And it's like kind of late in the game now. It's late. And let me put it in, in terms that I think Colton would understand. He has the muscle. He just has to work out the muscle of mm. like being a capable listening partner and tapping into that level of emotion. Mm. Another tweetable moment. Thank you. I want to send that directly to Colton. Please. <laughs> because I feel like you really did frame it in a way that he'd understand. He'd be like, yeah. oh, so I just got to work out my brain the yeah. same way that I work out my giant <laughs> pectoral muscle. Yeah. Do you work out pectoral muscles? You do. Oh, you do? Okay. I don't know how things work. You're doing great. Thank you so much. I just, I run. That's all I do. That's good. No, I have no, I have no arm strength. I need to figure out a new routine. You and Colton would have a, if you were one person, Mm -hmm. you'd be a perfect person. Yeah. Your emotional strength, his pectoral muscles. It's like one yoked. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's the dream <laughs> gosh we should get married <laughs> um yeah i don't have much to say other than i feel bad that hannah left but i thought that yeah. she i thought she handled it well i did too she was like i know that i'm special i'm not gonna tr- i think she said like i'm not gonna treat myself like i'm not chosen every day it was like you should be you're a, you know a beautiful girl that doesn't have much else <laughs> to offer but you know, people would like that. You're sweet. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, she's going to be great on Paradise. She, I think she's going to kill. I mean, her body is stupid. Paradise body for sure. For sure. She's Paradise ready all all months of the year. Um, She also like, she does that. She did the opposite of even what Demi even did this. And most contestants do it where they like look inward and they're like, well, what's wrong with me? I guess right. I'm not good enough. Right. And I think that Hannah B is showing us that there is a little bit of a, like an inner strength there mm-hmm. that makes me think she's going to be okay. Very okay. In and the long run. I think as a beauty contestant that mm-hmm. she has to have that. And she's, she's obviously lost competitions before mm-hmm. is it beauty contestant. What is it? Pageant no, pageant pageant contestant competitor. <laughs> I think she, she knows how to lose. She takes it in stride and she doesn't make it. She's just like, you know, that's the fucking judges. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Ugh, I'm I great. think she's cool. Honestly, the te- like time has really revealed has been kind yeah, to Hannah B. Absolutely. And I hope that I meet her one day. <laughs> I think you guys would be great friends. I think we would be too. You would do most of the talking. She's happy to nod and but smile. Y- you know what I want from her? And this will help me out too. I want her to teach me how to box. She's. I mean, she's very physical. Yes. You can tell. There was... Alyssa played it in slow motion when... Uh, when Hannah was walking with, I think it was right after she got eliminated. She's walking. She had the dress with the slit that mm-hmm. showed her leg and it was like great leg, thick, thick mm-hmm. calf. She's got like a, a very muscly butt. Like mm-hmm. she knows, she knows what she's doing in there. Yeah. In a way that none of those other girls can hang with her. 
she she killed in all of the physical dates. Yeah. Like, when she had that ninja stick, she yes. was she was like very graceful with mm-hmm. the ninja stick and also like strong and powerful. And mm-hmm. she was like beating up Demi. And she's like, come on, Demi, you got this. And she really does turn into Hannah B. Yes. Like that is absolutely a side to her. And when she was tre- when she was teaching Colton ninja moves on the beach, I was like, this is this is a girl who probably only does this. Yeah, I'm really excited for her to like <laughs> beat the shit out of like chase or something in paradise just, just like really punch him in the fucking head and he just starts <laughs> bleeding that'd be great that's what i want to see that would be like her rom-com moment yeah it's like oh my god y'all yeah we're shadow boxing <laughs> uh so we end on this intensely dramatic group date mm-hmm. um where where it was tasha's mission to take down kaylin it was kerpa's mission to take down cassie and then this is where we see cassie's mean girlness yeah, come out absolutely she got so defensive she yeah. and she was not used to having that kind of argument she would she would start talking and then like let and kerpa would start to respond and i think like a very composed way and then she was just like whatever whatever kerpa it's fine and kerpa <laughs> kerpa's such it, it's saying the name kerpa like you're like a pissed off teen is really funny and like cassie, cassie was like whatever kerpa like it was just really <laughs> oh man she she it, it was it was as if like there, were, there was an I mean she's obviously a beautiful woman but like so there was an pretty. ugliness to her mm-hmm. that came out that I hadn't seen all season and it was like oh this is who you are you are like a, you're just a mean girl like she absolutely is she's been hot all her life and she has used that hotness to you know feign a level of bland nice dumbness but really it's masking like a, an evil in there that is like I if I don't get what I want then or anybody puts any obstacle in front of me I'm gonna freak the fuck out yeah um, I also feel like I have the benefit of context now that I have seen uh, season two of Young Ones. Uh, oh, wow. Her reality television show that she wrapped two weeks prior to. Uh, two weeks? Two that's it? weeks prior to going on The Bachelor. <sighs> and I watched her treat how she treated her ex-boyfriend. And she's a man eater. She really digs attention. She keeps him on a leash. So she gets her attention when she wants it. Mm. Um, and then when she wants to fuck somebody else or whatever she wants to do with anybody else, um, she's like, well, we were never together. Like that's, that's how she sort of plays the game. Yeah. And I just want to say, Cassie, like looks fade someday. They do. I mean, you've got probably another like 20 to 30 years, but I don't know. Aging can be tough. I think it will be for her. Yeah. Oh, because of, uh, she's like growing up at the beach and yeah, that's son. (laughs) takes its toll she does she does look like uh she does look like somebody who takes care of her skin though because she is still quite pale and she has like yeah you know what maybe your life will just be easy forever but um i think colton should watch out i i think that's a scary i think she's kind of scary she is i love the moment of the four of them in the limo that they held on for maybe four seconds where none of no one's looking at each other or talking do you remember what i'm talking about wait was It, it in the limo yeah it was the limo it was Kerpa, Heather, Hannah, and Cassie. Okay. And they're all just sitting there staring off in different directions. <laughs> and they just hate each other so much. Just like filled with a rage of like, I can't be fucking around these people anymore. I better, if I'm not fucking bachelorette of this, it's not worth it. Them saying like, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Like to Colton so many times. It's like, this is how much I hate this. I'm having a terrible time. All these women are awful. I don't get along with them. No, I'm... Tired of not being the hottest person everywhere I go. Sure. You're not giving me anything. We're just making out in the shower. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> I gotta, um, I'm just going to sit in silence in this fucking limo. <laughs> Heather's just straight up bounced. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her, man. I I thought when, it, what, when Katie did say like, hey, some of these girls aren't ready and they're not like they're clearly not. It's like, yeah, Heather's <laughs> one of those girls. Mm-hmm. She hadn't. Maybe she, I mean, she probably had kissed people, but we're saying for the show that she hadn't kissed anyone before. So clearly she's not ready (laughs) to marry someone. So Heather Colton being like, well, I don't know who it is. I couldn't, how would I even begin to know who it is? You can start with Heather. (laughs) We just start from square one. Top of the list. The most obvious choice. Probably Heather. (laughs) Nice girl. Not ready. Yeah. Sweet girl. Seems to be excited. Had a nice first kiss that she can now go on and remember forever. But like not ready for marriage. What are we doing here? <laughs> let's say let's call it like it is. But her her him not kicking her out and then her being like, I'm gonna 
I wasn't getting it out of you. I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to ride this train backwards and, <laughs> and you'll never see me again. That was so dramatic. Like, that was so good. Heather being like, fuck you. I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I came in here having never kissed anyone. I made it this far and I'm going to leave. I'm going to go and I'm going to give you eye contact as I move backwards yeah. until I'm completely out of And when this moment crystallizes, you just shrink into a little <laughs> dot in the distance. I think she had her first kiss on the beach. She had her second kiss as she was like saying goodbye to him. <laughs> yeah, they hadn't kissed many other times. No, she just like kissed him straight on the lips goodbye. Yeah. Have you ever broken up with somebody and kissed them goodbye? Uh, I feel like I've talked about a break up here on this podcast before mm-hmm. um, okay. sorry we don't need to no it's okay it's it it's a breakup struggle i think i talked about it in the concept of in um ari R, the ari becca te- oh right breakup. the anti-semitic <laughs> the anti-semitic stuff you remember <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. i was being anti-semitic about myself about yourself yes <laughs> um, and it's yeah it's a tough i breakups are complicated mm-hmm and sometimes it's like, sometimes it's a break. Sometimes it's like a, let's take a couple days. Sometimes it's, we're breaking up, but we're still hooking up. But like breakups on The Bachelor are very clear. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're breaking up because I'm dating seven other women mm-hmm. and, I, and you're going away. If we're in Thailand, you're flying across the world to get out of here. And a kiss and like a holding hands afterwards. I could do like a hug. I can do a walk you out. I can do like a, hey, I have a couple questions as we go. I'm like, I'm pissed off or I'm crying or I'm going to yell at you, whatever. But the idea that like, I'm just going to give him one last like handhold and like a genuine hug to show him. I mean, I think it's, I think these people are just so shell shocked that they're leaving when they, when they're getting kicked off. Like Hannah Beast was like very clearly like shell shocked. Mm-hmm. And I thought she handled it well, but mm-hmm. there's a level of, um, just my world is crashing down around me. All I'm gonna have to tell all of, all of my friends that I didn't win The Bachelor. I thought I was going to. Mm. It's like not getting a pilot <laughs> picked up. Like it's very clearly like I, I. There was an article about this, and I was in it, and I, everyone said that I was gonna win because I'm the best. And now he's telling me I'm not. I'm leaving, and this is the only guy male I've seen that's not Chris Harrison for fucking two months. What am I doing here? Yeah. So, yeah. It's hard, but yeah. I probably wouldn't kiss anybody after they broke up with me. No, not on the bachelor. I uh, so I recently, so I like, I feel like I've been like living like my own world, like my own version of the bachelor, and because I'm like single and dating, and like that's just like how I view the world mm-hmm. <laughs> through through the. I just like everything is an example of the bachelor. Yes, and like I recently like a thing ended with somebody who I really cared about, and like it ended with us kissing. Like we ended it and then we kissed and then we said goodbye to each other. And I was like sad longer about it. I mm-hmm. think like, I think it's a mixed signal that you give after you break up with somebody and then you kiss them. Yes. That's definitely a mixed signal. Those are two right? opposite things. Yeah. So like that's what I was like, um, that's what I was drawing from. And I was mm-hmm. just like, don't do that. Like nobody kiss each other Yeah. because then Colton's going to be like, Oh, like she's going to have in her head, Oh, like Colton probably still would like me if yeah. I was still there. I would say that if I was Heather or like Elise, someone that left mm-hmm. that was like, I fucking don't want to be here anymore. You suck. I would kiss him that I would be like, uh, I'm oh. leaving. And also here's the last kiss. Think of me. I want, I want to be the one that like got away and I like literally left you. If I okay. was kicking someone off the show and they had like their whole life was like, you know, in shambles in some way you like you know quit their job or whatever it is like to do this thing and now i'm now i'm telling them that they, that they lost then i w- i think that's too mean to break up with them and then kiss them afterwards okay so it depends on like who's in the power position yes, yes. uh interesting okay great um i hope everyone learned something yes that's big <laughs> C- can we talk about kerpa for a second yes please because kerpa has just sailed through this oh, entire time beautiful she's gotten she she wore the really bad braid on night one that was like, why do you think Colton is a person that doesn't like long flowing regular hair? You think that you're gonna like you're gonna tie it in a tight in a tight one <laughs> night one? I thought she was gonna go early. I was like, she's beautiful. She should have planned this better. Because we saw we had the benefit of a hometown package from Absolutely. her. Absolutely, she did have a hometown package, and her hair was beautiful. Yes, like we knew she got it. Absolutely. I'm just saying, if I'm setting myself up for a man like Colton, I would go as plain as can be. Gotta. Basic. And, and she should have been penalized for that. But she <laughs> bounced back 
and just like sailed through under the radar this entire time. I, I think of her as like, you remember Adam and Matt from Rachel's season? Yes. And they both went to paradise right after yes. Adam is with Raven. Matt was with Jasmine for a hot sack. Yes. And then there was someone else. Yes. But those, but the, both guys got no screen time, just kind of sailed through and all of a sudden it's like, they're in the final five. What are we doing here? And Kerpa, who I, you, you know more about her just because of the braid and that's, that's stuck with me this entire time. And, and, <laughs> and the chin, and the, uh, chin, and the, the chin stuff. She's been secret. And she, did you notice that she had a pink, pink notebook book. that she gave him that they didn't cover at all? What was in the pink notebook? <laughs> she has to be so, I mean, she's very boring. Even the one-on-one there, they had no chemistry whatsoever and it was very boring. And I think that's why Colton likes her. Cause he's just like, okay, we both sit here and like talk about the waves in the ocean or whatever. I don't have to worry too much. I don't have to worry too much. We're both just like, yeah, this is fucking fine. It's like, <laughs> it's a friend you have over to just like smoke weed and just chill out. Yeah. And I, I think the producers must dislike her or something that to like, to not include the chin thing, <laughs> the notebook thing. Like she's, she's been around a long time and we we know nothing about her. And then we give her, and then the last, her lasting image is this like sort of angsty fight with Cassie where they both sit there and then they kind of get on each other's side when Caitlin walks in and then doesn't look at them and then walks out and also doesn't look at them. Yeah. And they're both like, what the fuck was that? Cassie's like, I'm, I'm friends with her. I'm on her side. (laughs) Why is she not looking at me? I I get why she's not looking at you. Why is she not looking at me? I'm like the, I'm, we're, we're the bad guys. Do you think in that moment, Cassie had like a feeling, did I just get Judas or yes, something. Absolutely. And I'm surprised it didn't happen because if, if Kaylin it was It might like, have happened. Because Kaylin could have been like, look, I wish that conversation was Kaylin going to make look. I had a conversation with Cassie and she brought up the Bachelorette and I don't want to be mean. So I just said like, yeah, I'd be, I mean, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. I don't want to make her feel bad. Of course. Like I knew shit. Cassie was on like another reality show like two weeks before this. I was just being a good friend because I was close with her before. And then I thought it was kind of weird, and now I'm not as close with her as I was. I would, if I was Caitlyn, I'd pin it all on her. She she went the other track, which I think was also smart. Mm-hmm. Of like, we're in this together, kind of. Sure. And if he believes one of us, if he is like a backstabbing, not here for the right reasons person, then he's gonna believe me that I'm also not here for the right reasons. So I have to just, I'll, I'll like drag Cassie's lifeless body with me to the finish line and at least get to hometowns. And so yeah. that was, I think a good, a good path because it worked. I would have rather seen her totally stab Cassie in the back. It would have been amazing television, but it was again, strategy, you know, maybe Kaylin should end up with Colton's father <laughs> um, because she needed the, she needed numbers on her side in, in order to bolster her credibility. Yeah. She did the right thing. Yeah. I don't think this was about women sticking together. No. I think this was <laughs> She and she she even said a line like she's like, I hate women tearing down other women, but Tasha is fucking twenty-eight <laughs> and I don't even recognize that as a woman anymore. <laughs> I can't even see you as a female. Yeah. <laughs> that is so annoying. It is like she lives in this just like I am not like other girls. Yeah. And I hate saying that. I really hate saying that, especially on the heels of her you know, uh, and her amazing, um, like rise from the ashes after this horrible thing happened to her. Um, but I don't, in the context of dating, I just don't really trust her because uh, look, this is the bachelor. We know or the bachelor. every, everyone uses them, their own like dark past as a way to like open up. I'm going to open up about my divorce or I'm going to open up about like my parents were mean to me or like, my sister died or any of those kinds of Mm -hmm. things. And because it's the bachelor, her like very traumatic, like horrible college rape Mm -hmm. was used as just another one of the things to open up about. Right. And now she's like, she wants to remind him like, Hey, I had a, I had that thing and I don't want to tear down other women, but Mm -hmm. she's a manipulative person. Like that's what she's doing. She, you can see that she, she walked in and, 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 talk shit about she should have thrown Cassie under the bus but she instead mm-hmm. threw Tasha under the or talk shit about Tasha and it's like I will do whatever Tasha it can to 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 stay here and and if that means throwing other women under the bus I'm fine with it and I'm gonna play the like I don't I hate when women tear down other women card but like like she wants to win she wants to be there she mm-hmm. wants to be bachelorette which I get and she might be I think it's working I don't think she I don't think it's I think I think one of Cassie or Kaylin gets eliminated the next week 
and then it's Tasha, Hannah, and the last one standing. And then I'd say I would guess the last two are Hannah and probably Kaylin. Hannah wins. Tasha becomes Bachelorette. You Cassie, think Tasha is better? Okay. Cassie and Kaylin are very upset in Paradise. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there nobody's gonna want to date them in paradise. No, <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I think that I think America is behind Galen and Cassie. You think? Even after this week's episode of like, they're clearly, you know, the cardinal rule of not being here for the right reasons. That's like, you know, mm. you think about all those all the people that have that have yeah. become the the bachelorette or bachelor, like. Rachel was never accused of not being here for the right reasons. Becca was never accused of not being here for the right reasons. Jojo, even though she had her, uh, she comes from a reality TV show family, was never accused of being here for the right reasons. Like, but Colton has, and he. That's true. He floated to the top. That's true. I don't know. I I usually, so usually when I watch the show, I like follow the Twitter hashtags just to get like a sense of what everyone and what the world is thinking. Mm -hmm. And I was on a plane last night. So I don't, I don't have the benefit of knowing what America thinks. You're coming in fresh. I'm coming in with fresh eyes. (laughs) Um, I just know what the momentum behind Kaylin and Cassie has been up until this point. Mm -hmm. And I know how people treat beautiful people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, even though like they've sort of re- revealed themselves as mean girls, they kind of have a lot of this other stuff around them that is like stereotypically good. We've got Cassie, who's a speech pathologist mm-hmm. and works with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Kaylin, who speaks out about um, like women's issues. Like both of those things on paper are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look good and they have a lot of followers on Instagram. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see how this plays out in the long run, especially in the next couple of weeks. And I'd be curious to see if either of them want to accept an engagement. Yeah. Colton. I don't know. I would love to see again, him not end up with anybody if he jumps that fence and we just <laughs> never see him again. Um, <laughs> I think Hannah, the remaining Hannah G Yeah. Is I would like her so much more if she didn't say content creator was her I know. thing. I wish even if it said model, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. She like, is, she should have just said that. I mean, she's on. Uh, we're getting our bridesmaids dresses from Show Me Your Moomoo, and uh-huh. she's she's the girl. Yeah. Um, that's what she does. She's a model. Like you're just making yourself. Anyone that associates himself as an influencer is automatically annoying. It's pretty upsetting. Yeah. Um, Tasha's a phlebotomist, which she's she seems very bright and she's very yeah. smiley and happy. Um, I. I can't see Cassie being the bachelorette. I don't think she has the personality for it. I could see all, all the other three doing it. Um, I kind of want it to be Demi though. Oh, Demi as a bachelorette would be amazing. I really would love it. I don't know if she lasted long enough, but I think, I think it was just enough of a taste of prison mom where it'd be great. (laughs) It'd be great in, (laughs) in, in like a full feature role. And I think that, you know, as opposed to, crystal in in previous seasons or like chad or any of the other like typical villains i think she did blend in a little bit more Mm -hmm. and she obviously had the ageism stuff which was great Mm -hmm. but i i do think that she she opened up towards the end and really did make a concerted effort to be seen as like a romantic interest in colton Mm -hmm. and i i think there's a chance it's probably not gonna happen but as far as the most interesting person demi would be would be my pick a little young for for batch but a a very distinct point of view yeah i'm curious do you think men are interested in women like or like do you think she would have enough are men interested in demi just tell me straight <laughs> it, um it's a shitty question to ask but no as a i would say as a contestant those kinds of men will be like, she challenges me and she's aggressive, which I like, but then, you know, I don't like her final three mm-hmm. like her, but when she's the bachelorette, I think men would certainly be like, I'll, you know, they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, she's attractive. Oh, she's objectively yeah. stunning to look at. I mean, all of the girls are for the most part. Kind of weird lips. Demi. Or Demi. I think that's like, isn't that sort of because they're like a bit Kardashian-esque or are they just like shaped differently? I don't know. I thought they were always just kind of like whether it was like chapped oh, or just like a moistness. 
It was like a, it was simultaneously chapped and moist and I couldn't get my handle on it. I think I'm like sort of, I don't have her picture in front of me right now, but I'm like going there in my head a little bit. It's like a little bit of the seventh grade, like circa 01, <laughs> like clear lipstick. Yeah, exactly. Glossy vibe. Exactly. Yeah. That seems to be making its comeback mm-hmm. and I don't want it to. Oh, you don't want it to? No, I don't like that. And I like Kaylin also always has like very glossy lip i just mm-hmm. feel like the glossy look is just everyone just looks like barbies yeah i like a matte lipstick on a gal yes a strong bold <laughs> lip Ugh, <laughs> oh, mike well it's been so lovely having you here this is the best it's just so much fun you're like a ttbp faves i feel like i'm the sister you never had i know i i, I do too um it's like me you sarah and then grace that's all. That's always been us four. Four sisters. It's and it's like no no family time has passed. Kicking around together. Bucks County. That's true. And Sarah will never return again. <laughs> this is what happened. This is like the Bachelor. You get mm-hmm. you get engaged, you get married, and then you're gone forever. And now mm-hmm. she's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's she's me and you now. Hopped over a fence. Uh, let's <laughs> I, I would like to see that. <laughs> it would be a lot more clumsy. A, a small fence. <laughs> a very tiny fence that she would take a solid 10 minutes to get over. <laughs> like anyone that wouldn't be able to stop her in time <laughs> would have bigger problems. Sarah, Sarah, just come down. Sarah. <laughs> no! <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for being here. We'll get you, we'll get you back here soon too. Thank you, Alex. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Campfire.